Did you hear Joe Biden's prostate of the union address? I'm very proud of that one. I came up with that one. I came up with that one myself. Uh, I'm going to use it at least five more times today. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republican. Yes, Lloyd Austin has the prostate of the union. And it's big news. It's a big scandal. Only in Joe Biden's administration could a man's prostate, an old 70-year-old man's prostate, only in Joe Biden's administration could that become a thing. Could that become an actual, <laughs> only in Joe Biden's administration could Lloyd Austin's prostate uh, become a scandalous uh, organ. I mean, it's really, anyway, we'll get into that here in just a minute. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for downloading this podcast. I'm, I'm excited that everybody is here. I also want to re I played this on the show yesterday and it's one of my new, it's really one of my new favorite clips. And it is, uh, it's a clip of, it's a clip of, um, Rand Paul and Rand Paul is chit chatting with Brian Kilmeade. And in the clip, he roasts Lloyd Austin in a way that I love because he's talking about him in a way that makes you think he's actually concerned for the man's health, but really he's just digging at him. <laughs> it's really, it's nice to see. It's nice to see a, a senator with a sense of humor. Anyway, we'll get to that here in just a minute. A uh, couple of things. First of all, we um we had a oh man we had a great uh, webinar yesterday. We had a presentation last night. I hosted it uh, from Catriot uh, HQ Delta Whiskey, which is my house. And it was an hour-long seminar. It really went about 90 minutes. It's a webinar. Uh, we got to chit-chat about all kinds of great things. Um, it was it was part of my show-and-sell masterclass, which you can be invited to, by the way. There's a, Everyone gets a free invitation um, as part of the Conservative Survival Kit for 2024. This Conservative Survival Kit for 2024 is one of the things I'm really... Uh, I'm really proud of that I was able to, to get done so quickly over the holidays. From the time you guys sent the information in and took the surveys and said, here's what we're concerned with, here's what we need to know about, here's what we need, here's the help we're going to need going into 2024. How to navigate Joe Biden's horrible economy. How to navigate Bidenomics. How to make sure we don't go broke. How to actually thrive instead of just survive uh, during one of the worst economic situations we've had in our country's history. And then on top of that, how do we get Donald Trump back in office? Because that's something that we're all, that's something we're all eager to do. And, you know, we don't trust anybody. We don't trust the Democrats. We don't trust the media. We don't trust anybody. We're very cynical people. Um, so, you know, how do we get through? And so I created this conservative survival kit for 2024, which addresses surviving Bidenomics. It addresses Donald Trump's path to victory. It addresses how to check to see whether or not your representative is really a rhino and needs to be uh, needs to be kicked out of office. A couple of other bonus items, too. And you can get it all at conservativekit.com conservativekit.com. In there, I also include a video I did uh, called The Seven uh, Mistakes Conservatives Make That Keep Them Overworked, Underpaid, Overwhelmed, and Teetering on the Brink of Financial uh, Destruction. So you can go watch that. There's an invitation to our next webinar, which is coming up in two weeks. And, um, and again, conservativekit.com is where you go to grab yours. And I, oh, also I should point out because, you know, a lot of people ask me where I get my information and where I get my news. You can upgrade when you go to check out and you can grab my very, my personal list of news sources. I created a list of news sources, all the places I go every single day before my show to, to uh, curate the information I share on these podcasts and everywhere else, the Twitter feeds I watch, the people I follow, the trusted news organizations that I, um, that I go to when I need to know what the truth is. And, uh, and that's, and that's in the included as well, if you upgrade. So uh, you can, when you go to check out, um, just click the little box and we'll send you my, my personal list of real news outlets that I access every single day when I do my show. All right. Speaking of the show, let's get back to it. So yesterday, Rand Paul was discussing the Lloyd Austin scandal, the prostate of the union with 
Brian Kilmeade on Fox and Friends. Here's how that went went down. I think it's unknown what medical procedure you had or what their complications are. Okay, I should point out that at this point, we didn't know yet. The Pentagon had not come out and said, it's a prostate exam. Uh, We found that out later in the day. But I think what seems to be certain is it depicts a Biden administration that's very aloof, sort of a figurehead that Biden is a figurehead and other people are doing the work. And that if an important person like the secretary of defense goes missing for a week or two, no big deal. We don't need to bother the president with this because he's really not in charge anyway. That's my first impression. The second impression, though, is, is that, you know, the secretary is 70 years old, obviously overweight. Good chance he has diabetes. You know, there's a lot of complicating factors here and he ought to just own up to it. It's not, you know, everybody gets older, everybody has health problems, but he probably should own up to it if they're life-threatening. Okay, so that's the first part, which is a brilliant statement of fact, and it's proof. And that is why this is so damaging to Joe Biden. That's why I think if Joe Biden's not angry about it or the people that handle Joe Biden aren't angry about it, they should be. Um, Because the whole goal of the Biden administration, these people, their job is not to it's not to help Joe Biden do his job. It's to do Joe Biden's job for him. So when Lloyd Austin goes under the knife and doesn't even think to tell the president of the United States, clearly he doesn't think the president of the United States would even know or care if he were missing. Why? Because the president of the United States isn't the one making the decisions. And then you have to have to ask yourself, well, then who the hell is? If there's a conflict, like what's going on right now with the Houthi rebels in Yemen who are who are sending drones, countless drones, to our ships, our ships that are docked right down the road here in Mayport, Florida. Um, they're they're attacking Americans and British soldiers. They're uh, attacking civilians. They're I mean, they're what they're doing is it's an act of war. And these Houthi rebels uh, need to be taken care of. If this thing escalates, there's going to be a meeting in the war room. They're going to go to the Situation Room. They're going to lock the door. They're going to have Who in there? Lloyd Austin? No, he was on the operating table. Uh, President Biden? Obviously not, because no one really seems to care what he thinks. Is it Jake Sullivan? Who is actually running our military? Who is making the military decisions for the uh, White House, for the country, and for the president? Clearly, it's not the president. And Rand Paul points that out, that Joe Biden is such a puppet. He's He's such an inanimate object in this whole government that Lloyd Austin goes to have surgery, doesn't even cross his mind that he should tell the president of the United States. Here's where it gets really good. That's my first impression. The second impression, though, is is that, you know, the secretary is 70 years old, obviously overweight, good chance he has diabetes. You know, there's a lot of complicating factors here, and he ought to just own up to it. It's not, you know, everybody gets older, everybody has health problems, but he probably should own up to it if they're life-threatening. And even an elective procedure, like having your gallbladder removed, could lead to an infection and could be life-threatening. But uh, I think it's better to own up, because if people... If you don't tell people the truth, they're going to speculate even worse. So, so Rand Paul goes, look, here's the other issue. This guy's 70 years old, obviously overweight, which means he's old and fat. Probably has diabetes, which means he's old, fat, and he eats too much crap. Uh, and he's got health problems. You know, that happens. We all get older. We all get health problems, but you got to own up to it. So Rand Paul goes on Fox News and says, this old fat man who doesn't take care of himself is going under the knife. Anything could happen. We, the American public, need to know about it. We need to know what kind of problems he has so that we can prepare for the uh, potential that there is no secretary of defense, that we've got to go in and find somebody new to do the job. And if they have to go in and find somebody new to do the job, that means that that person's got to be vetted and approved by the Senate. So wouldn't it be nice if we knew ahead of time what old 
what old fatty was up to <laughs> in the hospital so that we could we could have full disclosure. And even an electric procedure like having your gallbladder removed could lead to an infection and could be life threatening. But uh, I think it's better to own up because if people if you don't tell people the truth, they're going to speculate even worse. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. We were speculating about all kinds of things. Breast augmentation, penile implant. Tra- a bit, gender reassignment surgery. We had we had a bu- we had a bunch of doozy. We were coming up with all kinds of crazy things that Lloyd Austin could have been doing um, instead of what he was doing, which was having a portion of his prostate removed to fight cancer. And again, I want you to understand, I'm not I'm not anti cancer treatment. I love cancer treatment. I'm like, look, if you have cancer, go treat it. We don't want anyone. We don't, unlike the left, we don't speculate about people dying. We don't look at our political adversaries and say, how can we get them off of this planet, but for good? That's what they do with Donald Trump. That's why you have reporters, which I don't know if you guys heard this yesterday, but it was crazy. Uh, That's why they have reporters outside the U.S. uh, federal courthouse yesterday uh, speculating and laughing and giggling and chortling about how easy it would be to assassinate Donald Trump. You have the judge in the courtroom where Donald Trump's lawyer was arguing, saying, you know, Donald Trump could just send SEAL Team 6 to execute his political rivals. This actually happened. Maybe I'll play the clip later. Um, the judge said to the lawyer, Donald Trump could send SEAL Team 6 to execute his political rivals and say that that was just an official act of, of his presidency and thereby grant, be granted immunity from it. Is that what you're trying to tell me? It, the ridiculousness of this party, the, the ridiculousness of these people with not just the, the judicial system, but the Democrat Party and the media mouthpieces. It, I mean, the, the narratives that they're spewing, the stories they're telling, none of which are true. Uh, they're trying to set it up to make people think that Donald Trump is a bad person, that he will use the military, special elite military forces to kill Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, whoever his political adversaries are. And that a uh, he's an easy target for anyone that would want to assassinate him. What does that tell people? What are the crazy lunatic Bernie bros out there thinking when they go, Donald Trump's going to use SEAL Team 6 to kill his political rivals? We got to do something about that. Oh, look, wait, it could be, it's really easy to assassinate him when he's driving down the street in his SUV? Okay, I'm on it. Those are the, those are the messages, those are the dog whistles that the left is sending, and it's dangerous, and it's going to end up, uh, it's going to end up with either an assassination attempt or an assassination. Now, I'll say this, an assassination attempt would actually help Donald Trump, uh, an assassination would be horrible for the entire world. All right, back to Lloyd Austin. So the problem isn't the cancer, the problem isn't the prostate, uh, prostectomy, prostectomy, I think that's what, I'm no doctor. Um, I didn't even get waitlisted from a medical. I never applied to medical school because I didn't want to be a doctor. Although now that I watch some of those shows on television, I realize doctors have all the money and uh, lots of, uh, you know, personal problems in their life. I noticed, you know, I watched Grey's Anatomy for several seasons. They weren't, didn't seem to be, they didn't really have their relationships down. But anyway, um, where was I? Oh yeah, the prostate. No one's, no one's blaming the guy for going to get surgery. What we're blaming him for is covering it up. It was a cover up. And he was caught with his pants down, literally in this case, because you don't wear pants when you go in for a prostectomy. Um, And so Lloyd Austin and and Joe Biden and Jake Sullivan and everyone else, whether they knew it or not, created a scandal of epic proportions. And the media is doing their darndest to try to cover it up. But unfortunately for the regular big media, we live in an era of, of alternative media where you have citizen journalists, where you have... Uh, representatives and senators who have their own broadcast facilities, podcasts, uh, X feeds, and ways to get messages out to the public. And I talked about this too. 
Um, when Aaron Bean was here, we chit chatted a little bit later. If you think about what's happening now, you not only have citizen journalists, but you have political politician journalists. You have elected journalists. I was on Matt Gates's Firebrand podcast before Christmas. We had a great time. It's something he does regularly. And on Matt Gates's Firebrand podcast, Matt Gates can talk about whatever he wants. He can talk to whomever he wants. He can give whatever opinion he wants. He can explain his actions. He can he can uh, you know, counteract the arguments that are being made against him. And he can broadcast it all out to the public from his Senate office. And he's got a very popular podcast. And he does the same thing with his Rumble videos. He gets the info out there to the people so they can hear firsthand. It's the elevation of what Donald Trump did in 2016 with Twitter. In 2016, when Donald Trump was running for office, he took to Twitter and he used it to broadcast his own words and platform. And now politicians have elevated it. Ted Cruz has a podcast. Very popular one, too. I'm trying to knock it off the top of the list. So if you haven't downloaded Mark K. Saves the Republic on iTunes, please do so. You know, we, we love that you watch us uh, on locals, but also after you watch, go download the podcast. You don't have to listen to it. Just download it because that's all Apple cares about. Um, but you know, we've got, uh, you know, we've got a lot of information we want to get out there. We want to make sure that we're getting, um, we're getting the appropriate placement on the charts, but uh, these are, these are things that the citizens can do that the journalists can do. And that's what makes it very difficult. Tommy Tuberville. He said the same Lloyd Austin who went AWOL lectured me about hurting military readiness. He was on uh, Rob Schmidt yesterday on Newsmax. And he said, he said, uh, this was a guy who went after me constantly and said, um, you know, uh, you're holding up military readiness because you're not allowing us to, um, you're not allowing us to uh, put these uh, political appointments in front of the Senate to be confirmed because you don't like the fact that, uh, the military is paying for abortions. Well, I don't like the fact that they're paying for abortions either. I was on Tommy Tupperville's side. Um, now he backed down and now they're doing it. Now he's like, oh, you're lecturing me about military readiness, but you, the leader of the Pentagon of our military, you, the leader of our military uh, armed forces, the largest and most lethal fighting force in the world ever put together. You go under the knife. You don't tell anybody you're under, under anesthesia. Nobody knows. And you're lecturing me about military readiness. And of course, these are messages now that he can, he can get out. I don't think, I don't think that this story is going to go away. I think this might be a big problem for Joe Biden. And if he loses, if he loses Lloyd Austin in the middle of all of this, uh, I think it's going to, I think it's going to reflect negatively again on his reelection campaign which they're trying right now to ramp up. And I think the more they try to ramp it up, the more they try to do, the more they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Um, anyway, we'll cover more of this story uh, coming up in a minute. Also, I just I was on the news today on uh, one of our sister stations, one of our Patriot Radio Network radio stations, WOKV, which is right down the hall. And I go there every Wednesday morning and we chit chat and they text me and say, hey, here's what we want to talk about today. And today we want to talk about the CNN debate. And I was like, oh, is that today? I totally, I totally forgot. Uh, so the CNN debate, listen, here's what's happening. This is really interesting. Um, let me just, let me just double check one thing real quick. I want to make sure I get the times. Uh, okay, here we go. So tonight on CNN, there's a debate between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Oh. I should call him Jan DeSantis <laughs> because I mean, look there, there's no wonder these two people have flailing campaigns. It's no wonder they're fighting for second place who in their right mind thought, if you're going to Iowa and you're caucusing for conservative votes, if you are battling for the Republican nomination, if you're behind in the Republican primary polls, 
and you want to try to get ahead of the most popular Republican president we've had since Ronald Reagan, Donald John Trump. I think it's a good idea that you go on CNN. Who's giving them this information? Who are these who are these morons that they hired for their campaigns? This is this is campaign mismanagement at its finest. You're five days out from the Iowa caucus and you go to pander for votes on CNN, a network where nobody I mean, nobody watches. Not even liberals really watch that anymore. And if you look at the, your num their numbers, you'll see they're all over on MSNBC. This debate is the dumbest thing that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley could do. Um, it is, it's a debate that Vivek Ramaswamy was invited to and turned down because he realizes just how stupid it is. Chris Christie didn't even qualify for this debate. It's not sanctioned by the GOP and nothing they do or say is going to turn any Republicans their way because the Republicans aren't watching CNN. You know what they're watching? Newsmax plug and Fox. So fun fact, guess who's going to be on Fox news tonight? Uh, at the same time, the debate is going live on CNN. Guess who's going to be on Fox news for the first time in years, years. Donald Trump has not been on Fox news in years. Uh, now he has a town hall. One of television's longest running soap operas is about to start a new chapter. This is from the New York Times. Donald J. Trump has not appeared for a live interview on Fox News since April 2022, a nearly two year stretch of chillness. Oh, chilliness between the former president and the channel whose airwaves he once relied on to cement his status atop the American right. I would argue the inverse is true as well. I would argue that Fox News used Donald Trump to cement their status atop the American right as well. In that period, all of Mr. Trump's Fox News interviews were pre-taped, a notable precaution for a network that paid uh, $787 million for a defamation lawsuit. That changes tonight when Mr. Trump will appear live on the network for a town hall in Des Moines ahead of the Iowa caucus. So this is the one thing that Donald Trump could have done and could have planned that would, that would, uh, that would usurp the CNN debate. And Donald Trump has done this every single time. The first time there was a major debate, Donald Trump went on Tucker Carlson's Twitter show. Back then it was Twitter, now it's X. Um, and that blew, I mean, that blew the doors off of the debate. Nobody cared what those candidates were saying on the debate stage when that happened. It was all Trump and all Tucker. The next time he had an event, a rally, this time he's going back on Fox News for the first time in years for a live town hall. Donald Trump live on Fox. That is bigger for the conservative movement. That is bigger for the Republican Party. That is bigger for the Iowa. If you want to convince people who may be on the fence that you're the right choice, Fox News is the place to go. Nikki Haley is touting how close she is to, uh, coming, uh, to coming neck and neck with Donald Trump, how close she is to actually winning the Iowa caucus. Nikki Haley's poll numbers are climbing. Nikki Haley's the only one who potentially could beat Donald Trump in the Iowa caucus and maybe even get the nomination in 2024. So what is she doing? She's going on CNN. Is that going to, is that going to, is that going to bridge the gap? Donald Trump's going to be live on Fox. You think he's not going to pull ahead after tonight? Campaign mismanagement at its finest. Anyway, we'll be following along. We'll bring you the highlights tomorrow too. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, um, if you want to uh, make sure that you're getting the news, the real news, once again, conservativekit.com is the website, conservativekit.com. And upgrade to the real news list as well. When you go to check out, there's a little box. You just check it. It adds it to your order and you'll get both digitally delivered. No post office, no mail, no UPS truck, no waiting, waiting. Where is it? No emailing support. I ordered this a week ago. Where is it? None of that. 
It's instantly delivered to you. You get a digital download uh, link. There's tons of videos. There's audio. There's stuff you can read. There's uh, great graphics and pull quotes. It's really, I'm, I, I don't even know, know how to describe it except for uh, it's something I'm really excited that I was able to put together for you. And it's something I hope you enjoy. And if you grab that that real news list as well, my personal list of real news sources, I think you're going to be truly satisfied with it. Uh, and you'll tell all your friends. Conservativekit.com. Please don't forget, noon o'clock today, Eastern Time, on any of our k Radio Network stations, uh, Rumble, uh, Rumble, X, Getter, Facebook, blah, and uh, Twitch. Those are all the places we live stream. Um, so join us. We're going to have another fantastic show today. And uh, don't forget to download this podcast. Tell Apple iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, wherever you're listening, tell them. We love this podcast. Please keep sending it to us. Um, because if you keep listening and... Well, we're going to keep producing it. And if you keep listening to it, and if uh, we're all on the same page, and if we're all working toward the same goal, then we will do what we all want to do. And that is save the republic.